Good evening and welcome to the Laugh Monkey Music Show. Today we have Keith St. John on. Keith, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm awesome. doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Keith has in, been in a bunch of bands. He's kind of the go-to singer. There's a few guys out there. The go-to, they need a singer. He's the man. He's, you know. But you've also been in what, Montrose. You've done some work with Nazareth. Your biggest stuff is, right now, you're doing Kingdom Come. Is what you're probably right. promoting, right? So burning. Let's talk about that too. Are you are you still doing that with Doug too? Is that gonna be also a side piece? I mean, because you guys have been doing it for years. Are you gonna keep that going? I mean, it's a great band. Yeah, it's a really great band. Um we've been through a few different rhythm section lineups over the years, right. which is expected. We started this band in 1999, Burning Rain. Yep. And uh that goes back right to the time when I was I was writing and, and um, writing songs and I, I met Ronnie Montrose, but we had never, I never really even knew that much about the older Montrose band at that point. Cause I came out here up the East coast and um, I've been working with Doug and putting our first album together when I met Ronnie. But I, I guess my point is, is that was before Doug joined Dio and before I joined Montrose when we started Burning Rain. Uh-huh. And when we started it, it seemed like um, we might be able to keep it going year to year and just keep making a record every year. But we both got so busy uh, after Dio, Doug did Whitesnake. And while I was doing Montrose for 12 years, yeah, I got only your first a good call. Um, yeah, which you probably should be getting an award for being one of the longest members. Actually, we were right the longest staying member with him. <laughs> Long, but yeah longest singer with ronnie for sure yeah oh, there's gotta yeah. be some award there some um, some, yeah <laughs> yeah you know i mean if you know ronnie well and he didn't really have a large circle intimate circle of of close people so but the people that he did have are really solid and he was really solid with everybody and um so i have like a, a very long-standing relationship with a lot of people when i first got into ronnie's circle and um, mm. any one of those people will tell you he's a really, really special and sweet, sweet, sweet guy. And, um, you know, he take the shirt off his back and uh, a, a dear guy, a dear friend. But he, you know, he had some issues with singers. And, um, you know, right, that's uh, the funny part. No, no judgment on my part. I, I old didn't know. School stuff, old, old, old school playground stuff, man. My, my bat's bigger than yours. And, this, and um, I managed to skate around that. You know, I'm I, just acknowledging the fact that you uh, you are a long-term member, so clearly there's there was a chemistry that worked. I like to tend to focus on the right positive, on. so that that's a very cool thing you got to do that. You know, absolutely, yeah. I mean that our chemistry was ridiculous. It was, you know, it was psychic. And Ronnie liked to do kind of like what what Led Zeppelin put off that they did do. You know, back in the day when they made that movie Long Remains the Same, and it. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's all very um, spontaneous jams all the time. Ronnie actually did that. Yeah. We, we went into each song each night not knowing exactly where it was going. And and that was cool. I love that part of it. It must have scared <laughs> kind of To me, I like right? that. Yeah. No, no, not at all. I'm, a, you know, I'm what they call a fire sign. So I like being on the spot. I like in the moment. I like someone throwing a curveball at me. It's, I can't organize shit, but... You know, throw me off a cliff without a parachute and I'll make it down. But musically, it does seem like that too, though, because you you have your hands on like a lot of different projects and 
kind of charmed in a way. It's really good because the music is just kind of kind of odd at times and not forgiving, but you've really had your hands with a lot of really good artists and continue to keep working on a lot of good projects, you know. From, yeah, thanks, you know, man. I, I, I'm blessed to have met a few really, um, really talented, a lot of really, really talented and um, inspired people, you know, who I consider true artists and I feel super lucky and blessed that, you know, somehow the universe made our Yeah. Uh, whether or not I was having my eye on the music industry the whole time or whatnot, you know, it, it, it was kind of a hippie and I just, I love the experience, you know, kind of a, kind of a flower child kind of guy. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, to uh, counter that comment, yeah, I, I met lots of great people, and I'm I'm really blessed to have worked with. with, with Just as a, as a side note, what is what is your what is your uh, your your other side thing besides music? Like, what do you like to do besides music? Just the little side thing. I like. What's your thing? So, if you like cooking, art, building, what is your? Well, once again, fire sign, man, and not to put the astrology thing out there because like start can fires, be a little trippy sounding or whatever. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do actually like bonfires and all that stuff too at night, but that has nothing to do with it. the astrological thing. When you're a fire sign, that just means you're very changeable. You're very, right. you can chameleon a lot more than, you know, say the earth sign or the water <laughs> sign or the whatever. And, um, you know, I have not only the sun and fire, but a lot of my planet. So, so I just, I like variety. I like getting up and going, man. I, I'll, uh, like I said, drop me out of a helicopter over the ocean. I'm happy with that. Um, Physical outdoor things I like, skiing, snowboarding, yeah. mountain climbing, any kind of stuff. Um, I like learning new instruments. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm into spiritual things, meditation. And, um, you know, I've had the, the good fortune and the opportunity to meet uh, a whole community of friends from Japan. We're really into the ancient Japanese uh, more spiritual arts cool. and healing and meditation and all that stuff and and over the years i've been very interested in the metaphysical and qigong healing and you know uh, that's some great stuff and all that's, that's great i took kung fu for many years from uh masters oh, in china and so the family had a lot of other other side things with big family run business so it was more than just martial arts you know what i mean it was true that's, you know southern yeah Chinese uh, fighting and grappling and and um, but it wasn't just it was the, it was the arts it was the whole thing it was it's a great thing so I, I hear you and much respect to that yeah it's pretty cool it's it, it's so good for your being your spirit and your body to balance all that and uh, you know I've learned from some some older cats you know not all of them are still with us but I've, I've had some older really close friends who were Japanese that, that taught me a lot about the other side and so forth you know so yeah you know, there's a lot of yeah, pretty awesome it's, well it's interesting because like I said, with, with being a musician and an artist i always want to know like what their other thing is because usually there's usually another side thing that an artist does that they're also really good at you know, i mean it's like usually it was at something to really you know their other thing their other passion that they do that's always interesting to, to well let's see i mean i i owned a dance and music academy in la for about eight years and uh um, well, that's pretty uh it was it was on a heater from month one. Um, I think some of it is I just like the challenge, you know. Uh, I 
you know, at the end of the first month, it was it was in the black, and uh, and it just got set up at the right time and had the right instructors, and it just you know it's kind of a challenge to me once again putting the business together and going out and saying I can do that and then doing it and then later on I that's quite a business people that's their goal for their whole life to do that and you kind of just did it as a thing you know what I mean some people, you know it's, sometimes I think about those things and go man I, I need to settle down and just I should have you know just hung with that you know but another part of me just maybe that's what it another is part of me maybe because you weren't worried you took chances whereas somebody's worried about it for their career they won't take the chance uh, you don't get success sometimes if you don't take the chance, maybe you feel like I got nothing to lose. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you, you see a mountain over there, some people got to go climb it, you know, and I know a lot of other guys and, and gals like that. And, and I'm one of them. So, so with kingdom okay. come, so let's talk about where you're at and what's going on with you guys. Well, I got it back a little bit to backstory. Um, yeah, please. Uh, when I first got into LA, I was doing my own band, St. John, and um, it was going great. And we were getting a lot of offers, but you know, I didn't think the whole rock thing was gonna, gonna end. I, I figured I had a lot of time and things felt good and people were treating me great. And I was still building the band and getting the sound I wanted and stuff. And, uh, and um, on a side note with that, uh, I actually have the original guitar player from St. John from back then. And he's even a bigger badass than he was back then. And, uh, and we're making a record now with that to be released nice. when I think the time is right. But I don't want to get on that tangent too much. Uh, so, but it didn't take too long before I started getting calls from, I was in town and li- liking the sound of my voice on whatever demos were floating around that they heard or this and that. And um, so I got sidetracked away from my own thing, away from St. John. And um, but like I said, I'm a flower child. So I said, okay, man, I'll try that, you know. and. Uh, and I met some really great people and it started relationships with people I still have good relationships with now. One of the guys who called me was James Kotak, mm-hmm. who had been at Kingdom Come and they had that amazing run from like 88, 89, 90, doing the Monsters of Rock tour. Right. Um, the first Kingdom Come record uh, was famously uh, broke records for being pre-shipped gold yeah. based on you know, some of the pre-rolls of the first single that they were releasing. And, um, you know, they did their first, first tour with Van Halen and the Scorpions and them and Dawkins. And yeah. it was a huge thing. It was a flame that, you know, that burned really hot and it burned fast. And then the sort of grunge thing came because they only caught the tail end of that, you know. And um, so they were all doing new projects uh, in the early 90s. And James yeah. started calling me and asking me if I'd come check out some stuff. And I had already gotten busy with Sun King, which is a band I did with Rudy Sarzo and John Five at yeah. that time, Giant. And um, and over the years, James called me a couple more times and I was usually busy and doing this, but we hung out and we became buddies. And then he joined the Scorpions for a while. many, many years. I don't know how many, more than 15 years. Yeah, it was a sweet yeah. gig for him. Great gig, one of my favorite bands too. So, mine mine you know, too. It was, it was fun to get into shows, you know, when they were around and I knew James and stuff. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, fast forward past a whole bunch of more stories in history. And, um, you know, James called me a few years ago, four or five years ago, maybe, and said, hey, I, I want to put the original lineup of Kingdom Come back together. Since the original days, they've never been together. 
yeah. the singer kind of did something in Europe with some guys from Germany where he's from and that lineup was never seen together again and uh and just reintroduce it and get back get back into it and we'll do all the old hits and whatnot and and write some new songs and stuff and um we talked about it for a while and they had talks with the original singer Lenny Wolf who had retired and he had retired the name officially and you know I thought to myself well he might say he's not interested now but six months from now once it gets going and promoters are excited about the band it was yeah. it is a pretty big name band uh maybe Lenny will be interested so as we were working on it for the first like nine months I kept telling James hey call Lenny again call Lenny again and he he kept not being interested and gave the band his blessing and he gave the band you know his blessing with me singing in it which is great which was you know I was honored um because uh you know I don't I don't really deserve to be able to jump into you know Lenny's shoes at least not what he sounded like when we were 20 you know <laughs> and uh, but uh, but I'm doing all right with the stuff I think the older stuff and um the main thing for me is that it suits my style it suits my voice he a did, lot of bands yeah. have asked me to come in and fill in over the years that just don't feel like me so you know I don't feel like it's as a medium to older man I don't really feel like that's what I want to do anymore if I if I can just go out and sing it my way but it works because it's similar which is what I did with Montrose then I'm happy you know you have a very just, 70s 70s style rock voice very the nice warm timber it's very well and it, it gets maybe, gritty I don't know. you have a range well, just give my opinion you know, for what it's worth. And it works. It's great. That's why I think a lot of artists like it's, it because that's the voice that a lot of your peers and our peers have grown up on, that style. It's not, it's not a dated voice by any means. It's a good voice. And there's not a lot of people that have that voice. And there's, you know what I mean? I just a reference point, you know, where the rockers from the 70s, some really great voices and powerful voices. They can be kind of gravelly, but then kind of have some highness to it, but kind of, you know, you really have a little flexibility to it. And that's kind of where it puts you in a spot where, you, you know, it's good for you because you can do these bands like that, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I get it. You know, there's, it, it, the beauty is for everybody, we have all these singing shows out there and they can last for so long because every single person has a totally unique voice. There's always something a little bit different about who you put next to each other. Yeah, and I have that, I have that point where you go past a certain point and it's, you got this grit and it's there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and it is a lot like the guys in the 60s and early 70s yeah for sure which is what i love so i, I mean it's a great thing that's probably why a lot of those guys had you sing with them in those bands but your current stuff too though you know is it's great too because you use it together and it, it you know it's still very contemporary it's not, it's not a dated voice it's just got that extra grit that a lot of singers just don't have nowadays a lot of new singers it's just very clean and it's kind of boring you know you can kind of right do more with Plus, it. it's kind of like you know you're you're 19 years old and you got this sort of old blues man whiskey voice and people are going wow you know <laughs> pretty cool you sound like you've been singing 50 years because your voice is so <laughs> ratty you know and whatnot and, and uh you know sometimes i wonder how it how it stays like that if it doesn't you know but it it just works it just have a, a a raspy voice i mean rod stewart probably had the greatest male voice right? tone of all time right and it he was unbreakable i've never seen him hit a, a foul note or he still sounds pretty good. I was just the other night online for some reason. I came across something actually, and uh, I got sucked into watching him. Like something new, curious what he sounds like, and he still sounds really good. You know, you know his age. Yeah. So 
I agree. You, you have some, you know, you have more years ahead of you that you can keep singing. <laughs> the template's out there for you. I'll take now, it. <laughs> I'll take so it. Like, right? So we're playing with these guys. They're, they're a good band, a good bunch of musicians. Um, how's the audience taking you guys? Being a newer band and newer members, but with an older band. It's great. No, yeah. it's been really, really good. I have, because um, what's happened is, you know, the, the audience for those bands, for, uh, you know, Night Ranger and, and Slaughter and Dokken and mm -hmm. Lynch Mob and, you know, and Kingdom Come and Firehouse and all these bands, it's kind of become, you know, it's kind of, they're all in one giant group now in a way. So mm -hmm. through that group, with, you know, my other things that I've done over the years, they kind of all know me or half of them kind of know me, knew me already anyway. Half mm -hmm. of the Kingdom Come fans who are still out there going to shows and interested in, you know, buying stuff, you know, buying new um, or looking for it. They, uh, you know, I already have a little bit of an acceptance level with some of that crowd already. So they're like, yes, we want Kingdom Come back and yes, Keith would be cool to do it kind of a thing. So, so that helps. Yeah. But only for us second. Every night I still go out there and uh, shoot, says my connection got unstable. Hopefully it's it was okay. just for a second. But, um, okay. okay. Uh, you know, every night I go out there on certain songs, especially when we've done, you know, 13 shows in a row or something. And I'm like, you know, there's, I know there's always new people that want to come and they, you know, I have it in the back of my mind somewhere that I got to hit those notes and I got to hit them right because, you know, otherwise they're going to be like this guy, blah, 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 you know? So, but it's been, it's been positive. It's yeah. been positive. You know, if you, if you go through like some of the early live YouTubes or whatever was online, there's always those super fans that were there from the beginning and they're going to love the singer. And they say, oh, well, you know, without Lenny, you can't have kingdom come. But, but then there's on the other side, there's, 80% of the comments are like, this sounds great. This band is amazing. You know, it's so glad these guys are back, la, la, la. And, you know, another thing is, like I said before, these, these original members in this lineup didn't really get together over all those years anyway. So it's really unique to have Johnny B. Frank back and to have Danny Stagg back. Mm -hmm. Danny goes out and kills those guitar parts. He's like a blues purist tone guy i don't know if you know the songs but I every do. guitar i do i do i remember that. it was it was such a weird 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 thing sorry um with with them is everybody loved kingdom come you know and say like but you know the it was the whole like the led zeppelin thing but that was like the whole denial of led zeppelin thing so there's that weird backlash thing along with you know everything else it was just a shame because like Greta Van fleet have actually embraced it it's a little more accepting. I think the fans well, have gone a on pass it now. Oh yeah, it was. But also oh, yeah. back then, though, Robert Plant probably wasn't accepting either Kingdom Come or anyone else at the time either. Now he's like, oh, those you know, Calyrics. Now things are older. Things are different nowadays. The forgiveness level, you know, just just being a good band. You know, what I mean, the, the politics were just a little strong. I think with the fans. So looking at the big the big picture. Nowadays, everyone doesn't care. They just want to hear the music. At our age group, we just like to rock, you know what I mean? Which is a good thing. That's something I'm, I'm happy to see the band actually got back out again to get past that, you know what I mean? Because it's a good band to not be playing out. Well, absolutely. You know? And, 
you know, it's what people didn't realize, like I said, was kind of the big picture where classical music went through it, you know, it went through the feudalistic and then finally the Baroque was sort of the beginning and then the classic period, the romantic and then the 20th century where everything's as mixed up and crazy as it can be. And then we go, we're done. That's the imprint, mm -hmm. the footprint. That's the whole range of classical music. And when Kingdom Come came out, rock was still doing it. Rock was still evolving. Everything was leaving the last generation in the dust. And I think the 80s yeah. worldwide was the only time when Led Zeppelin wasn't cool to listen to because everyone was on that heater of all, you know, tainted love and and the metal that happened in the 80s and all that. So it was like, now this is cool. And it was also a result of big marketing. But rock and roll reached everything it could do and kind of reached the end of the line. You know, the Beatles did it on their own as a band. They went from Baroque to Romantic to the White Album to 20th Century. And, and then rock did that too. And now it's just kind of like classical music. What I feel is going to happen is the Zeppelinators and the, uh, you know, the, the Beatles haters, imitators, right? And all that stuff, that's going to become bigger and bigger and bigger because everyone's just going to keep embracing those giants and that rock and roll yeah. imprint, which is just going to be the rock and roll imprint forever. So yeah, they, they missed it by a few years. If they would have came out and, you know, Kingdom Come would have came out in 2005, the world would have gone nuts for them. Yeah. You know? it, it, uh, or in the I 70s. Agree. They, uh, we're <laughs> they would have had to compete with Zeppelin. Um, that was the same thing, but the Zeppelin fans were probably like, hey, this sounds too much like Zeppelin. And I don't think at the time, no one else had come out that similar. They were one of the first bands that actually have that similar influence that pu that publicly. I think that's, they were the first one to take the hit for, I think, too, you know. But also, yeah. they did really well. So a lot of people obviously liked them very well, you know. And then there was a weird yeah. battle. They had, they had, they had like a two-sided battle. It's like a two-headed monster. And then they, had, then they had grunge. So it was a rough, you know what I mean? It was a supernova. They came in the right, fireball right. and then went down, you know. So, so the fact that, you know, and you still hear it nowadays. People conversations like, "Oh, Zeppelin," and then, and then, obviously, you know that goes. Conversation you can't go. Kingdom Come within two two sentences. Someone say something about Zeppelin, and then two more sentences later, we'll say Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> someone will say something else. Yeah, and it, it's like you know what? It's just really good guitar, and it's a really good band with some really good songs. And in the, in the rock community now, all the bands are, are like it's like less competition. And that's it was fun competition, but nowadays everyone's friends. The audience is friends. It's like it's almost like there's a really neat community now. You know what I mean? where it's, you know, the concerts and the shows, and it's, it's really good. It's, it's really, you know, come to a nice head. Didn't see it coming in the 90s, though, after grunge, yeah. though. It was going to go this way, you know. Right, because, you know, the, the, the leaves were blowing down Sunset Boulevard, and there was, like, a, you know, a cold wind, and you went, where is everybody? But, no, it's, it's at least marginally come back, and that's a good thing, with a resurgence from, from the past sound, you know. It, it does, yeah, and, and, and I think it's going to I don't, because I don't see it just going to be a... Um, a grunge one coming back either. I just think the rock community is always been pretty loyal. Not really, not that. really, no. It's, it's not, no, it's, it's, it's not, not a cycle bands. that's going to be gone through and gone through. I mean, yeah, no. exactly. Well, it's the love of rock and roll, the love of guitars and stuff. And actually, while we're talking about it, so are you guys, are you with this whole tour cycle, are you guys going to actually do some recording or are you kind of still playing by ear at some point? Is it good we've done, you know, we've, we've put down some ideas over the years and, um, and then the COVID kind of happened and um, two of the guys are in different cities. One guy's in Pittsburgh and one guy's in Jacksonville. So, mm -hmm. you know, even through the, 
you know, online trying to send stuff back and forth. We really, I mean, we have a lot of ideas, but we haven't really put a record together yet. So we'll, we'll see what happens now that we're getting back together to play live. Uh, that should spark some interest again from everybody. And, you know, maybe in the studio later today, we'll actually, uh, we'll throw down a few things and see how they sound. I'd love to hear the band now, like you new stuff with your voice on and your, your influence. It would really be really fun. Really great. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think yeah. it'd be good. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people won't know alone. But it's really kind of songwriting with you now because you've done a lot of different projects and you, you clearly write, you know, you're doing lyrics and stuff. You got a keyboard behind you, guitar. Like, what instruments are you playing and how are you doing songwriting? You write, do you like write your own songs and like share with bands? Like, I, you know um, I, I played drums when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my dad gave me a trumpet when I was, you know, in third grade and couple other instruments were around the house but I really wanted to play drums so even though they didn't want me to play drums eventually I got God's drums basements back east so I put down the basement you know even at that it would probably rock the house a little too hard but you know before they got home from work I could go down there and go crazy you know after school and uh, so I was okay at drums you know I think things with yeah. that you learn and you study hard when you're a kid you absorb much better than later totally. in life so you know i um i eventually did take lessons and i studied and i became a a classical an orchestral percussionist and and timpani player which is a, a whole different whole different thing um but so having that experience with uh, and with drums mm -hmm. uh i think has made the recording on my own life a lot easier for me you know um even in the first days when we had to take a a, a keyboard and sit there and MIDI just came out, you know, and we had to get our kick and snare drum like done like that oh. before we got V drums and all that, you know, I was doing that. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's how I do it. I write it out. How many instruments are you, can you, can you play mostly enough to craft a song? Would you say well enough? Absolutely, I mean, the, the guitar is, uh, you know, I could do simple leads, nothing, nothing too outstanding, but uh, I, I can get the idea across pretty much. Strong then, cowboy um, chords. Yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you what, the, the Brent, the, uh, the original St. John guitar player, who's now been working with me last, well, we were working together for about a year before the COVID hit. And then um, he also lives in, mm -hmm. in Arizona in a different city. So we slowed down and I don't really want to put anything out there until the, the live thing is healthy because that's really the outlet for yeah. a new St. John thing is to be able to, get out there in front of those fans and, and put it across. So I'm not in any rush, but there's a lot of great songs done and I'm, I am excited about it. Uh, but, but, but Brent comes over sometimes and we come, he comes over to my place for a week. And when he's here, I ask him to clean up some guitars that I've tried to write stuff on. I'll be like, Hey, can you, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> but the so. point is you can get it across and like with the drums, you got the rhythm and the beats in your head and the lyrics. Like, I mean, you can, compose a really good idea to form it instead of just like you know taking the lyrics and like creating it you know what i mean it gives you a lot more freedom as a songwriter yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah for sure for sure and you know i've always been more about that than than playing live i think i um i've told several people that have asked me about it that uh i had a my best year in like you know 15 years uh being, being able to hang in the studio and do a lot more recording projects that I wouldn't have been able to do and writing projects. Uh, Cause that really gets me 
me going. Because well, you're on the right TV hand. also, I mean, right? So you don't you have done stuff for TV and film. You're not just yeah. doing, you know. How does that come about to your your well, rocker, and then all of a sudden you're doing like TV and film? Well, it started accidentally. You know, uh, just some stuff I had wound up in uh, in somebody's uh, collection of of music that they send around to to the. Uh, the musical directors for different TV shows and film. And that's a community in its own and where they all kind of- That's also, by the way, the title of your biography, because everything you do, it started accidentally. The Keith St. John story. (laughs) (laughs) Right, perfect. (laughs) Because and like each chapter could be like an adventure you you stumbled into. The dance studio. That's what I'm saying. It really is. It really is. Uh, I was thinking of calling it Pinball Wizard, but you know, that would be, that wouldn't be that Googleable. Because I felt like you know pinball, like going yeah, on, you know, just bouncing off a flipper. You'd but, never, uh, you never beat all the who uh, references in Google. The algorithm, you'd never beat it. <laughs> but that's not the title. But it would be nice to put the word pinball in there. At it least pinball's metal, man. It's made of metal. But uh, it is. It is. So I'm oh, sorry. But anyway, yeah, so your, your song thing. It's yeah. Some of my stuff just wound up being in in certain collections that went out to certain. Uh, uh, musical directors of some shows and some of them were big syndicated talk shows and stuff where it was a repeat thing that would be in the theme and happen and it, it wasn't something I tried to start and then once I realized that there was not a big income but a little bit of a of another extra trickling sort of monetary yeah. stream there I became a little bit more interested and um, here and there over the years I dabbled into you know actually focusing on talking to some of these people and sending them more material. I think it's great, actually. I think it's you should diversify and be your own media piece where you can do your bands and you have side bands, you know, distribute your own label because you get, you know, even, you know, a tiny, tiny record sale is a hundred percent of, which you wouldn't get off a big record sale. Anyhow, you're already making more money. You know what I mean? Or like, so all these little avenues are great, you know, and it's preparing yourself for different things in life, you know, and, like a we Aries, we always think about this. We always think about what you're saying, but we don't have the organizational skills of, of the earth signs and everybody else. To I, don't like even, I think it's just happening. I think you're just functioning so, you're functioning so fast. You haven't been thinking, you're just doing, you're just doing lots of things. They're just flowing out of you. I don't even think you're thinking. You're thinking, it's not just behind you already. You think, yeah, it was a good idea, wasn't it? I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> you know, you're always well, diversifying. Well, being a creative type keeps you distracted as well. That's a you good know, thing. Or maybe not distracted is not the right word. It keeps you focused, you know, in a in a thing, you know, that you're every piece that you're working on, you always see these um, you always see these depictions of, you know, the classical authors, you know, and they're they're kind of Mozart or whoever, and he's he's in his pain and he's in his he's locked up in his in his bedroom at four in the morning and he's writing. I mean, and that's the way it kind of is, even in rock and roll, you know, we kind of you have that song and you got to get it out. You got to get it out. I understand that. I mean, that's how they were born. And the other people are like, dude, you need to get your shit together. <laughs> they're, called manage- they're called managers. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you yeah. say, that's why I'm paying you. But... Right. Because my motto also is that you think you stink. You just kind of just do things and, you know, it'll happen. Uh, so, when you're writing songs, are you doing stuff like, do you just kind of like write a song and be like, oh, this is going to like, like say this over COVID. You're like, oh, this could be a, um, you know, a St. John song, or this could be, you know, Running Rain song, I'm going to send to Doug. Like, how do you think about, oh, I'm going to distribute this song to this person or this, or for me, like, it's kind of a challenge, That's pretty right? pretty much what you just said is, is, is it, you know, I'm like, wow, this is, 
This is along the lines of the, of the new St. John sound, which has a very, very distinct sound, um, which I won't try to categorize it right now because it, it was unexpected that that stuff started flying out of me, but it did. Yeah, save and the internet for labeling. Just plenty of people to label yourself for you. <laughs> cool. Great talking, my brother. Have a good one. Peace out. Bye.